Welcome to my show, Let's Talk, all about life after loss with me, Diane Parker. The show to help you whether you're pre-grieving, stuck in your grief, or looking for steps to help guide you right now, then you've come to the right place. Whether to share your story with me to help others, or to find some comfort around the sometimes difficult subject, you are warmly welcome. So let's talk. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Life After Loss with me Diane Parker and today's guest is Linda Neverworth and she um, has recently married and you'll know and find her under Linda, Linda Holden for um, any information going forward on uh, doTERRA oils but Linda's very kindly agreed to come along today and talk about her journey working with me in the grief recovery method and how the oils have helped her in her journey. So welcome, Linda. Thank you so much for coming along with me today. Thank to you. Talk with me today. To um, so you may as well start at the beginning. Tell me a little bit about your, your journey. With the oils? Well, that led you to the oils. Okay. How long um, you were married? And... Right. Well, I've been a nurse and I'd trained at Nobles Hospital. And then I had a frozen shoulder um to cut a long story short because it is quite a long story um they decided instead of they did a bit of physio but then they sent me for a scan to liverpool and decided that i needed to have a shaving of bone taken off um, to release the pressure in the shoulder um it was a complete botch up operation because they removed two and a half inches of bone and didn't reattach the deltoid muscle and that's not what i'd signed for but anyway so uh, post-op they didn't tell me what they'd done and so I was in extreme pain I mean I was bouncing off the ceiling in pain and that went on and continued um, for three years and they just kept increasing my medication and after three years I was back at clinic and the surgeon said to me well I'll really you know I'll discharge you from clinic and I said but I'm still in so much pain surely there's something you can do and he turned to me and he said, well, you tell me what to do, Linda, and I'll do it. And Martin and I, my husband and I looked at each other and we were, we were aghast, really, because I said to, said to him, well, you're the surgeon. Surely you know what's causing the pain. And he still didn't say what he'd done. And so I was in, I was in complete. I was in a depression because I couldn't return to work and the pain was out of control and my meds were going up. And so the side effects from the meds were kicking in. And uh, from a financial point of view, my husband was self-employed, but we were struggling big time financially because I wasn't working. And so I was on incapacity benefit, but you all know what incapacity benefit pays. And that was very, very, very insufficient for raising, you know, four boys and having a mortgage and everything else. So at the end of three years, when he said that to me, the surgeon, I asked for a, um, a, a referral to a shoulder specialist and being a nurse, I knew who to ask for so i asked for a referral to manchester i went to withenshaw hospital to see a specialist shoulder um, surgeon and nobles didn't send my notes anyway it's a bit long-winded but he did basic x-rays and when he put them up his words were my god what a botch up and i said why what can you see he said you're a nurse look at the shoulders he said you've only got half a shoulder on one side and that was when I realized what they had done. And Nobles hadn't sent my notes or anything. So he didn't know what. So he then said to me, he said, I think you should go for litigation. And, you know, and he said, I'll go to court with you. That's how really strong he wow. was. Yeah. He really realized it was a mess. 
And so, but it made sense to me all of a sudden, you know, if you've got a diagnosis and you can put something in a box, you can say, well, that's the reason why I wasn't going crazy yes. because I was saying to my husband, it must be psychosomatic. It has to be all in the head. I cannot possibly have all this pain just from a shaving of bone taken off. Anyway, so the medications continued. I went to see three different specialists and a major uh, specialist down in Nottingham, and he's a European shoulder specialist. And he offered me a shoulder replacement, but he said that if I had the operation, there was only a 25% chance of success and also a 25% chance of having um, a pain in the hip after that because he was going to have to take such a chunk of uh, pain out of the right hip to replace the left shoulder. A bone. A bone, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bone, yes. Yeah. So um, I declined because I thought I can't go on in my life with the risk of the operation not doing much and then having continuous pain in the, the hip as well from the bone taken out. So I didn't have the operation. So I stayed on the meds and the meds went up and up and up until after 19 years. Oh, by the way, I was virtually housebound. I could not leave the house unless I have an adult, had an adult with me. Because if I suddenly had a severe attack of pain, my legs would go to jelly and I would collapse. And so Martin on three occasions had carried me back to the car because I just couldn't walk. So I was virtually housebound. And after 19 years, I was on seven long-term medications and three top doses and 20 milligrams of morphine that they wanted to put up. And then my nephew comes along and he saw me starting with a um, severe attack of pain and my legs were going to jelly, but I hadn't collapsed at this point. And he said to me, oh, you need to try essential oils. Well, I literally laughed in his face. <laughs> I said, come on. I said, I'm on morphine. I'm on 80 to 85 milligrams of amitriptyline. I'm on codeine. I said, what on earth are essential oils going to do? And he just stood there and he said, well, what, why not test them? Why not try them? Because what have you got to lose? And I thought, right, okay. Uh, so I tested them to prove him wrong. I wasn't really testing the oils. I wanted to prove Stuart wrong because he was a salesman. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, right. So um, anyway, I started on the oils and within five weeks, I was off all my meds. It's incredible. It really was. It was a miracle. Frankincense was amazing. Oh, I just love Frankie. <laughs> it's so, I mean, if the FDA were over here, um, if this isn't going to be broadcast in the States, is it, Di? Well, because, it could be. <clears throat> anyway, this is between me and you, so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, everybody else who's listening. <laughs> and everybody else who's listening. But frankincense is so good for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the morphine, I used to take the 20 milligrams of morphine and then basically sit in a, a recliner chair for an hour with a heated pad on and it would reduce the pain to a grumble, but it would still be there and it would never take it away. And then you had the side effects of the morphine. And so the frankincense, I couldn't believe it. The first time I tried it in five minutes, three or four minutes, but I'd say five minutes, the pain had gone. And I mean, completely gone. And so that was my go-to from, from, from yeah. there on in. So I was converted to doTERRA very, very quickly. Mm. But on the emotional level, there are lots and lots of oils. They're not just for physical pain. They are for emotions as well. And a few years ago, well, I lost Martin. My husband died five, five years ago. It would be July, nearly six years ago. Um, he died in July 2015. And so it will be six years next month, yes, won't it? Be, yeah. yeah. 
So uh, when he died, he was going to do the business with me, the doTERRA business, because he was really into the oils and he was convinced that they were the best thing since sliced bread and butter, like me. Um, but anyway, when he died, I was totally devastated because, well, I won't go into that, but it was a mistake from Nobles on that as well. And he died very quickly. And so I was left in this state of, um, I don't know what to do next. And I'd always leaned on Martin. We'd been semi-independent, but we were joined at the hip. So we did everything together. And there was me on my own. And so um, I went out to convention that first year after he died. Don't ask me how I managed to fly out to the States on my own, but I did. Very brave. Yeah, well, my, my son pushed me to the point where we hadn't started packing until 10 yeah. past two in the morning. Yeah. And he just pushed me and he said, you're going, you're going, you're going. So anyway, I got there. But at convention that time, they brought out, uh, each year they bring out new oils or new products. And this year they brought out the emotional oils. And so one of them is called Console. And what you do is you go to convention and then at lunchtime, you, you can go and into this big arena and you can test the oils and smell all the new products and it's basically just a huge huge place where you can just go and have fun and smell all the oils so i went to the table with my uh, my niece where they had the new oils and we were going along and we only had 10 minutes before we had to be back in convention so i was literally going along picking one up putting it down picking one up putting it down and i picked up this one and i smelled it and as i smelled it all of a sudden my emotions calmed and it was just like a bear hug it was just like somebody had put their arms around me and give me a bear hug and when i was going to put it down again i said to the lady behind the counter well what is that and she said it's console and i said what is console for and she said it's for grief and i thought <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's hit it on yeah. the head and i i give that to my clients now as yeah. the ones that are really struggling with, with their emotions it's wonderful mm. it's it, it it is literally like a bear hug mm. Um, but basically if you if you resonate with an oil it usually means that you need that yeah you know yeah. there are oils that I use daily and I'm not going to go crazy and say oh I really love that oil but I use it mm. because I know the value of it mm. but this time it was like whoa and, and she said to me she said you look like you need that and I said I really do because I'd been upset in convention that morning and she said to me I'll give you some to go in so she put some on a, a sample stick and I went back into convention and I just kept sniffing this through the afternoon. And it was amazing. <clears throat> it held me together. It held my emotions in check. And that's, that's how much I, I love console. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about that die, really. Yeah, no, it, it is terrific. And what I find interesting, too, is the story that you shared about your ECG. And they had a little look at that for you. You know, you shared that. Yes. Remember? Yeah. Um, after Martin died, I was going through, it was really weird because I am a nurse, but I had no idea what was going on with my heart because um, I, it would, I mean, I was throwing off ectopics and it was fibrillating. If you know anything about that, if not, that's fine. But um, when I was going to bed at night um, and I put my head on the pillow, it was like a drum. I could hear the heartbeat in the ear. It was like thump, thump, thump. I couldn't sleep. It was so loud. And I thought, this is crazy. So I went to the doctor and he sent me for an ECG. And oh, up till then, and my, my pulse was doing funny things. I mean, it really was yeah. struggling. Yeah. <clears throat> the heart was struggling. So they sent me for this ECG. And they also had me on a monitor for three days um, to see what things were happening. 
but the doctor, the radiologist that was doing the ECG, when it had finished, she went out of the room and she said, oh, just a minute. She said, I, I'll just leave for a second. And so she said, but stay, stay on the bed. And then she brought in a senior radiologist and she said, this senior radiologist said, oh, I see what you mean, talking to the other, to the other one. And he turned to me and he said, uh, Mrs. Holden, he said, can I ask you, how, have you lost somebody recently? You know, how are you feeling? I said, yes, my husband died recently. And she, he said, and he turned to the, the other radiologist. He said, and that's what's showing up. He said, that is showing up on the ECG. And that is grief that's showing in the, and I thought, wow, I didn't even know. I that thought something that like just that blew my mind up. when you yeah. shared that story with me. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that anything yeah. like that could show up on maybe, an ECG. Yeah. Maybe because I, I had been carrying this like physical pain in my heart until I had completed the grief recovery method yeah. training. Yes. And that's when that actually felt then it had come out and dissipated and I felt more connected again with Andrew. But it was, it was intense. I'd mm. never, you know, it tried to do everything to shift it. You know, you do start thinking you've got something wrong with your heart. Yeah. yeah. To know when to find out when you shared your story mm. that, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. that mm. is incredible. And I mean, that's the whole point of this. People try to psychoanalyze their grief. Yeah. And it's a heart emotion. It is. And yes. that is just so great to hear that information because that's like then the science backing up yeah the fact that me as a therapist might say you need to get into your heart to to help you work through this yeah he actually said as well he said that's why um it's known as people dying of um a broken heart you know and i thought that was so so accurate yeah. but there is another oil that's very good for the heart fibrillating and that sort of thing and wild orange is it you oh, just right. put wild orange over the heart itself yeah and it will calm the heart down wow yeah so that's another little tip from linda yeah. thank you yeah. very much <laughs> so um you know then we came together and we did the grief recovery method uh program how did you find that when you were going through the program well to be honest when di asked me if i'd like to do this i thought oh no i'm not having a bar of that because i'm a very quiet person and talking to anybody my son kept saying you need counseling and i was going no i don't need counseling and then di offered me this um, place on a, a group to do the grief recovery and i thought no i'm not having anything to do with that but i thought well i better support di <laughs> thank you do it anyway <laughs> but honestly it was so beneficial it was just just what i needed um it, i mean as you go through the grief recovery uh, the questions the things you have to do the what is it the uh, not the graph what was it the, the lost graph the, the lost relationship graph, graph. Yeah. yeah it was very hard for me to write down you know, but it was very, very, very good because I looked at that for a long time afterward. I, I kept referring to it yeah. and seeing what I'd written and the difference when I went for the grief recovery yeah. and afterwards yeah. and the healing that had gone on, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It was so, so one of the things that we talk about in the grief recovery method is um, comparing. Yeah. And so I think from my own experience, uh, because I, as you know, I'm now in a new relationship. Um, the comparing component, understanding that means that you know that that relationship you had with Martin was a complete and whole relationship now that you've 
let go of the pain yeah. that you were carrying. Yeah. It doesn't take away from the person at all that you've lost. I mean, you've got four boys, I've got two. And you know, when you see you see your boys, you know and have that connection instantly. Um, they never leave our hearts in that no, regard. Definitely. Um, we just don't carry that 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 stabbing or that awful pain that comes with grief. Mm -hmm. But it also does another thing too, that it kind of helps you say and, and sort of say, right, that was that relationship that I've had with Martin. I've had that relationship with Andrew and it puts you in a different place. And I think having those years of space on our own has given us that to find ourselves, to have that sort of strength within ourselves. Because we've spent how many God knows years running around after them too <laughs> with their health issues and one thing and another that um, it find, helps you find your feet so that you know yourself a little bit better as well, get to know you a little bit better. And then when somebody comes into your life, you know it's on a level playing field. It's yeah. not something that you're going to sit there and go, you know, that so-and-so yeah. didn't do this or that. You know, this is a new relationship with a new person. And Linda has just not long got married. You're not here <laughs> yet married yet, are you? No. So tell us about your husband. Well, I never thought I'd get married again, to be honest. But then after four years, I mean, it's desperately lonely when you've been with somebody for 35 people, years. You're hardwired yeah. to be with people yeah. in community. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and I think that is, it, it's, that's where I think having that space in between lets you have that settlement thing that you see so you're not replacing from running from one relationship to another. Mm -hmm. And then that, that in, ends up a pattern yeah. because you've already said goodbye to the relationship that you have but put you in the right place to be in the next yeah. one yeah but i was looking for someone for companionship basically so yeah. i joined an on online dating site an island isle of man one and i just wanted to have somebody to go out with occasionally just yeah. for company because yeah. when you're yeah. on your own yeah. you don't want to be going out with your sons you know so <laughs> anyway i found les on the dating site and we hit it off and uh, he's such a really, really, really good egg. I, I said to him, I said to myself after the first date, he's a good egg. I just felt um, that he was a good man. And he really has proved that right. He's, he's such a good guy and he, he loves me and he, he waits on me hand and foot. So I'm spoiled. But it's completely different to what I had with Martin. Yes. yes. Martin and I were soulmates. Mm -hmm. Les is, I love Les. It's different. It's obviously... I mean, we're older now, so we haven't got children together. Um, so my family with, with Martin, I've got my four boys and, you know, we're incredibly close. Mm -hmm. But with Les, he doesn't have children and I don't have anyone at home now. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're enjoying life. He has dogs. <laughs> yes, he definitely does have two dogs. It's a learning yeah. curve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's really good because now we're having fun and we're looking yes, forward to, yeah. the, to the months, years ahead. Yeah. As long as we've got, yeah. we're having fun yeah. and we're enjoying it, you know. Amen to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, how how are you finding settling into the new way of life and with the oils and, and, and how are they helping you going forward? Well, when I first married Les, I didn't do a lot with doTERRA. I mean, to be honest, I was adjusting to, to living with Les, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but now I'm I'm taking up the, the um, well, I don't know what you call it, but I'm getting more into gear again. I'm doing more and I love the oils. I'm, I mean, all I want, to, it's to me, it's like holistic nursing. Yes. When I was nursing, it was, I always felt when I saw patients in those days, 
they would go be discharged from hospital and they'd have a little bag or a big bag of medication to take home with them. And it never sat right with me, even then. And I didn't know anything about what the meds were doing or I didn't have any feelings about the meds doing harm. But I just didn't like they were going home with all these meds. But to me, so doTERRA to me is like holistic nursing. When I help somebody or introduce somebody to the oils and they come back and they say that worked, it gives me such a buzz. Oh. It really makes my heart hum yeah. because it fe makes me feel that I'm of worth because I'm introducing people. Yeah. And people think that they're expensive, but by come, they're worth their weight in gold. Yeah. Because as I've said, it's not just physical, it's emotional as well. Yeah, and they are you the know? purest oils. You can actually take these oils internally. Most of them you can take yeah. internally. Yeah. yeah. But it's an education and that's why when doTERRA first started they could have put them in um, like in shops you know to but if you go in to buy a frankincense and because frankincense pure frankincense doTERRA is so expensive people would not buy it mm -hmm. and then if they did buy it they wouldn't know how to use it yeah so they've set it up as a multi-level marketing so that there are people like myself and like other people in my team who can help people learn how do you use the oils? Well, as you know, I'm usually on the phone or I'm sending you a <laughs> message saying, right, I've got this issue with somebody. What do I use for it? Mm. Um, and this morning was a, a good example. You've now introduced this oil here to me. What's that one called? Helichrysum. Yeah, and that one's a healing. It's known as a healer. A healer, yeah. right. It's very good for, um, well, it's good for a lot of things, but it's good for bleeding and bruises, things like that. So... Uh, they do a, a roller now with helichrysum. I'm not sure if that's available just yet in the UK, but um, there was a European convention a few days ago and there was a lady on that who has a family and she's saying, I take helichrysum everywhere with me. Mm -hmm. And when my children fall over, I just put it on their, their knee, you know, this sort of thing. So it is a healing oil. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite expensive, but it is so good. I can't say enough about the oils. You know, when, I, when people say oh, they're expensive, I say to them, uh, well, okay, how much do you pay for um, like your chondroitin, your calcium, your vitamin K, your multivitamins, all these other magnesium. If you add up what you actually pay out for those things and cough medicines, anodins, and they all go out of date. And the oils, you can have them for years if you keep them in a dark place away from the sun and it's cold you know it they'll keep for years mm. and there is a use by date on them expiry date that has to be but they have to be yeah. you know but the oils we but know they that will they last. Yeah. yeah so well do you know linda thank you again for all your help and information that you've mm. given me today with regards to the person i was talking about um but where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you and find out more about doTERRA Right, well, that's a stinger, really, because I did have a Facebook page called doTERRA UK slash IOM, and I lost the admin um, rights to that. So at the moment, I'm still struggling to get that back. I'm in contact with Facebook at the moment. But um, I'm only in Douglas, so my telephone number is 264133, or you can find me on Linda Holden's holistic, uh, what is it called? Comes, it's my other page. Linda Holden's Holistic Therapy. Um, so that's my other page and people can find me on that. That's great. But if you Google Linda Holden, you'll find me. Okay. I've kept the name Holden um, with doTERRA because people know me as Linda Holden. Yeah. If I started using Netherwood, people would not know who they were in contact with. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you again. Thank Linda. You and if any of you would like any further information um, about today's episode, you can always drop me an email and I can put you in touch. Diane at lifeafterlossium.com. Thanks again now. Bye. If you would like to find out more about my services, please visit www.lifeafterlossiom.com or you can email me at diane at lifeafterlossiom.com should you have any questions that you would like me to address on my next podcast. If, as way of thanks for any of, for any of you that come on board uh, and give me that all-important email address, I have for you a free ebook as my thanks. I would also like to extend my thanks to Northwestern on Upbeat for the music intro piece by piece. Until next time, I'll see you again on Let's Talk Life After Loss. Bye now.